everyone and welcome. This is Seeking Sustainability Live. I'm JJ Walsh in Hiroshima and today I'm talking once again with Scott Chilin Kansai in Kansai in Osaka, right Scott? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, and today <laughs> we are doing our two year on review of using our Model 3 Teslas in Japan. So if you're thinking about uh, electric vehicles in Japan, if you're curious about how does Tesla compare, should I invest in an electric car, hopefully we'll cover a bunch of those questions that you might have and give you some orientation along the way. So cutting to the chase, Scott, would you recommend yep. it? Is the Model 3 worth getting? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been hands down the best car that I've ever had. I, I would agree 100%. It's so fun to drive. Uh, mm. Even now at the at the second year mark, I don't notice any difference in performance. Um, all my life since I was 15, I've had regular gas cars. Uh, nothing has performed to this level. Um, I came from a really crappy low-end K car in Japan to the Model 3. So for me, of course, that was a huge, huge change. Um, how about you? Did you come from like a high-end vehicle and change no. to Model 3? No. Um, I, bought, I bought a used uh, Subaru Legacy Grand Wagon and it was eight or nine years old when I bought No, it longer older than that. It must have been at least 10 years old when I bought it. Um, I, rode, I drove it into the ground, so it was dying anyway. And I'm like, well, this is a good opportunity. But it was a gas guzzler. It got like uh, five liters or five kilometers per liter. Um, and so the gas was just like three, four hundred bucks a month, three, four wow. a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and I wasn't and doing trips with it. It was just, that's just running around. Right. And even for me, I had probably the cheapest car you can get in Japan the lowest uh, gas use. And I was spending about 3,000 yen a, a week. So what is that? 12,000, about a hundred bucks a month yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on gas. And that's like the cheapest you could get. And then now let's compare with yeah. our Model 3s. Uh, we have shared, I've shared my code with people mm -hmm. who have bought Model 3s. So I actually haven't paid for charging for a while. <laughs> I'm um, which is so <laughs> nice but um when i do pay i've never paid more than a thousand yen or 1500 yen like 10 bucks it's really cheap yeah um for the superchargers the superchargers are absolutely the way to go when you're charging and there's a fee um like the most that i paid uh has been 12 a little over like 1250 or something like that when I went out to Iga, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but um, for the most part, I've used like local free chargers. And so for the most part, the the go, -go juice part of the bill has been negligible. Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. And then I used uh, the new supercharger in Shikoku Island a oh, couple nice. weeks ago because I did a work trip out to Tokushima. And it was the first time I've used a supercharger in Shikoku Island. So uh -huh. for me, that like opens up that whole island to me yeah. because I'm much more likely to go and explore if I know I have a supercharger where I can charge up to about 370 kilometers, I think, because I've got the lowest range model 
but right, you right, actually right. have a longer range, so you could charge I have the up long too. Range. Yeah. So when I went out to the when when I went out to Ega, that was one of the things I wanted to find out um, what what the top of the the limit was. So after two years, um, the maximum charge was about four hundred and fifty six kilometers. So um, that's been really uh, really great. Um, oh, looks like uh, JJ's coming back in. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So coming into yeah. So oh, Ega's even on the map. That's excellent. Yeah, I was going to um, show the, the Tesla website, and it shows hmm. where all the superchargers are right now. Yep. Um, so yep. let's let's have a look. Now, if anybody's thinking about getting a Tesla in Japan, one thing that, that really sold me was how good the website is and how yeah. good the online support is. And this is uh, the Tesla website right now in Japan, so in real time. And it's showing you the network of superchargers, so you can see all the red dots across Japan, and this is my area. Let me see if I can zoom out a little bit. And uh, they're expanding. I talked to a guy yeah. in Ishikawa yesterday, and mm -hmm. there is a new one opening in Kanazawa. So I want to do a drive up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I you, didn't realize that one, yeah. that it, one is in at the southern tip of Iwaji. Awaji. That's awesome. Hokkaido could do with some more, right? Hokkaido yeah. just Hokkaido, had think, one right at the bottom. Yep, they just got their first one in Hakodate, like maybe six months ago, something like that. Um, it's been pretty recent, so yay for the for everybody up near uh, Hakodate at any rate. Yeah. Um, if you're doing trips around Japan, though, you're not limited to just the Tesla superchargers. Right. Um, you right. can use the what is it? It's not a demo. EV. Yeah, e EVgo. EVgo. So is let's, the one, the let's show one that, that wish, website yeah. as well. Now, Scott, you know better than me. The website is pretty confusing. Can you yeah. give us a little overview? <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, the way it's set up, you can set it up so it only shows the type of charger that you're looking for. Um, but what I've found using a Tesla if you have just the trickle charge that you get at home, it takes a long time and it's really not particularly effective. It's fine if you're going shopping or something like that, but you don't want to rely on that for a road trip. Um, so you're looking for Chatamo chargers that are uh, basically what uh, 40 kilowatts or better is what I usually shoot for. I'll go down to 20 if I'm looking for, you know, if I'm looking for a route and I'm looking to not pay. So the nice thing about uh, the GoGo EV there is that you can uh, put in uh, selections about whether you want it to be a free charger or if it's on the, the elephant network, the uh, Suduzo, Suduzo, anyway, the elephant network, um, or uh, and whether or not there's a parking fee. Um, so they can be, they're really convenient to search for, but if you just leave everything blank, you're going to get way too many options. So you can search just for Tesla chargers, just for um, uh, free Chatamo chargers and stuff like that. So I've still not joined that uh, the Elephant Network thing because I think they're just charging too much for it. Me neither, because um, it's like a monthly charge. Yeah. Um, yeah well, which and seems you have to, really expensive. Yeah, and you have to pay to get into it. 
before and then you pay a monthly charge and then you pay charging fees on top of that so it just it it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense yeah um, the, the main would, thing what is, i would recommend i don't know if you've used this scott but in uh japan at the eon mall chains yeah. mm-hmm. that they often have uh their own system of electric car charging yes and they have a fast charger and they have slow charging like destination charging. And unfortunately, you're limited for how long you can charge, but it is something that you can get the Eon Mall card, the Wowon card, and you can pay as you go. So once you get the card, you just put your cash in the machine and you charge up the card and then use that card at the machine. I did a, a funny video on location because it was almost impossible to read the screen. When it's I was, terrible. even though I was, I can read Japanese, I was struggling through, but with the glare, it just yeah. was impossible to read. So it's hopefully they'll work that out. <laughs> but in theory, the machines do work well once you yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Um, once I'll you get it, it, once you get it to uh, go, it's fine. But, yeah. but getting it to go, I mean, my Japanese is good enough to be able to get through that type of menu system, but literally you can't see it because the LEDs aren't bright enough, and it's just ugh, it's ridiculous. And I'm fortunate that I have one Aeon Mall that has a free charging setup. Um, oh, wow. But I took a trip down to Nara one time, and uh, there's an Aeon Mall down there. They'd use the Wawan card uh, for or Wawan whatever it is, uh, and they charge 300 yen. For a half hour charge, which is fine. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. And the chargers are usually pretty good, somewhere yeah. between 40 and 44 kilowatts. Yeah. Um, so to use these chargers, you will need an adapter. And yeah. uh, Scott and I both have an adapter. And uh, yeah. if you buy it from the Tesla shop, I think it's about 50,000 yen. Yeah. Um, you can get secondhand ones as well. Um, but you you will need that if you want to use the other system. If you use the Tesla system, you won't need an adapter. Your car plugs in directly, um, and it's super easy. You're you're driving a computer basically. The Tesla is like a computer, yeah. um, and when you put into uh, the GPS that you want to go somewhere to a supercharger it will start preparing the battery for supercharging. When you arrive, it knows you're there and you just plug in and it charges and it tells you how long it's going to take. Usually it's no longer than an hour. And uh, it tells you exactly how much you're going to pay. And your credit card is already registered with your Tesla account. So everything is so straightforward and easy. Have you had any issues doing a supercharger? With the superchargers? No. No, everything. Oh, there was one time I used a supercharger in Osaka and it had stopped early and uh, you get a one time wave. So Tesla has a thing. If you leave, if you stay at the supercharger past after your car's finished charging, they will eventually start to charge you per minute for while you're taking up that space. And it's a way to keep people moving and make sure that um, uh, people aren't just, you know, sitting there hogging, hogging the, um, the, the stalls. That has happened to me is yeah. I went to the supercharger in Kyoto 
and mm. I waited for over an hour and four jerky yeah. Tesla owners had just parked their cars there and they weren't even charging. But, oh, no. <laughs> you know, what? What? It, that's yeah. bad etiquette, but yeah. I hope they got some penalties for that. Well, only if they were plugged in. So if they, they were, were plugged in. They were all plugged in. Oh, okay, good. Well, then, yeah. So, yeah, Tesla charges, um, they they give you a warning the first time. And so if it happens again, I'm, I'm you know, in trouble. But it's like 15 yen per minute uh, to sit oh, okay. there. Yeah, so it's not it's not insignificant. The problem is, um, except for me and you, a lot of Tesla char- a lot of Tesla people have actual money and they don't actually care. So <laughs> I'm broke I'm mainly broke. because I have a Tesla, <laughs> which which is it's crazy, right? Because I yeah. I don't have a big income right now, but right. I really wanted to invest in an electric vehicle. I was shopping around. I did look at the Nissan quite seriously. I did ask my Honda dealer about their EV and everything led me back to Tesla because of the value for money, um, the longer range, the ease of charging. And I got, because I'm charging at home, I wanted that Mm -hmm. option. I had a home charger installed for an extra 20,000 yen which it didn't seem possible with the other car companies. So I did lots of research. I think I really made the right decision on on many levels. Now, you're not in a house. You don't charge at home. I I am in a house. And I this so the first year I only used um, the the public chargers. But this year, since since last uh, December, I went to charging at home. I had to do some electrical work myself, which was a little terrifying. Wow. But, um, so I rerouted a, a, a socket and put in a ground and the whole nine yards. And so I've been charging the car at home for the last 12 months. So the first year oh, yeah. was all okay. free charging. Second year is all basically from home, except for trips. Yeah. So did you buy the Tesla home charger, like the destination charger? No, no, I'm using the I'm using the portable charger that they come with. Oh wow, wow, yeah. you really? I wouldn't risk that. I wouldn't trust myself to deal with electricity <laughs> in that way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, when I first started university, I I went in as an electrical engineering student and then failed out of that. So I probably shouldn't trust myself either. But <laughs> well, I read horror stories about people uh, do setting up their own charging network in their garage mm-hmm. and shocking themselves with oh, an electric yes. car so i yeah. thought no no thank you i think i'll leave it to <laughs> electricians to install yeah. mine <laughs> i i don't recommend doing it yourself um for mine it was uh, it was a minor issue and i've played with electricity be- enough before to know that it is it will kill you and so you have to be really careful about yeah. it but um and the I, system that i have set up is simple i don't simple. like static electricity shops yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. yeah i'm gonna stay away from that <laughs> yep. But but what I've found over the last nine nine months or so is my house electricity bill has only gone up maybe three thousand, four thousand yen. I mean this wow. summer it's, it's all uh, air conditioning bills. Um, the car is almost there's almost no bump for it. So three three thousand yen a month, no problem. Wow. And do you have solar on your roof? I don't. Because we we have solar on our roof, so yeah. I feel like when I charge during the day from home, I'm mm-hmm. using renewable energy. 
Absolutely. So, so that's a nice feeling. I mean, that's one of yeah. the arguments that people will say, well, if you're using the regular grid, even though you have a cleaner zero emissions car, which is better mm. for people's respiratory health, um, you you are still using dirty energy. That's one yeah. of the arguments. And you yeah. can choose where your energy comes from in Japan because there is a deregulated system now. So mm -hmm. if, if that is something you're concerned about, uh, you should look into Shizendenka or one of the other renewable energy sources that you can change your provider of energy. So you could get cleaner energy if you want to. Yeah, when I looked into it um, previously, but uh, it was over a year ago that I that I checked and there weren't that many options in Osaka where I am in my part of Osaka. Um, so I, I need to look at it again. Uh, Kansai Gas uh, has been trying to get me to change from Kansai Electric. So there's got to be some other options. But I would love to put solar on the roof. But I had a guy come out and he's like, yeah, you need a new roof before you can do that. I'm like, well, right? can't do both. So <laughs> that's what puts a lot of people off. And uh, so I'm hoping that Tesla will also bring their solar roof system to Japan. It's not in Japan so. yet. Yeah. Um, we do have the power wall, but not the solar roof. Right? Oh, the power wall's in already. I saw that there power was a, a thing. In. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I would like to get one of those too, but I can't, they haven't sent me anything. I don't have the money for it right now anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. Uh, for anyone interested, Powerwall is a home battery system. And uh, the prices have come down a little bit. So when I checked uh, two years ago, uh, it was about a million yen to get the Powerwall, but also they didn't know how much it would be to install. So they thought it might be a million and a half total. But now they're estimating it would be a million total, a million oh, that's total, great. including installation, including all the taxes. So, so that's a big benefit. Now let's talk about how the Model 3 cost has also come down. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're early adopters. We got in I'm there. I'm fine and, with it. And, you know, I, I'm yeah. fine with it, too. But. Definitely, if you're looking into a Model 3 now, the price has really come down and the quality has gone up. Yes. Yep. So yep. Uh, 2021 standard range is 448 kilometers. Mine is just under 400 kilometers. So the range has extended. Uh, mm -hmm. It's 4.4 million. Uh, ours, when we bought two years ago, was over 5 million. Yep. But they say with all the rebates, it's 3.5 million now if wow. you've got a new Model 3. <laughs> that's so great. That's awesome, right? The that price is, has yeah. really come down. Yep. I think those are the ones that have the, um, the, the lithium iron phosphate batteries. And so it's a slightly different charging cycle. So when we bought ours, we were told you shouldn't generally charge to 100% on a regular basis. But with the, the lithium iron phosphate batteries, they do tell you to charge every night, charge it up to 100%. Every night, charge oh. it up to 100%. So because the battery chemistry is different, it's, uh, it's a slightly different style of, of having your car and keeping the wow. battery charged. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. A, a different change. And uh, as I did as well, and I, I think you said as well, um, I got my loan through Tesla. They helped me get a loan. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're they're advertising that again on the website. So if you go through them, oh, they good. will help you find a loan. Um, my insurance went up a little bit 
did your insurance go up? Yeah, a lot because I had a crappy, nasty car before. And uh, so for the Subaru, I paid maybe 3,000 yen a month. Now I'm paying about a bill too. A bill so about too. 40, yeah, so each month, so about 100 bucks a month. Okay, I like that. I like that yeah. short term, a bill yeah, too. Right. <laughs> um, so I'm paying a bill now. Yeah, right. And I, I was paying, I had the, the lowest car possible, mm. lowest level car, and it was about 4,000 yen after many years of no accidents. Now I'm at 10,000 yen a month um, yep. because it's a high performance, more expensive yeah. car. Yeah. Um, Molly is in the U.S. Thanks for joining, Molly. She says, we have three solar panels installed on our porch roof. The city gave us $3,000 and 0% loan to install them. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, really good. I would love that's to excellent. see the solar subsidies and rebates come back in Japan. They're not in yeah. at the moment. Uh, yeah. We had a really good deal when we got ours years mm -hmm. ago, like over 12 years ago. And uh, we had a promise from the local utility to buy our energy that we mm -hmm. sold to the grid that we weren't using at twice the rate that we bought it at. We had wow. that promise for 10 years. That's so amazing. that basically paid off our solar panels in eight years. So it made it a lot more attractive as a homeowner to install yeah, panels. Definitely. They, they should bring that back. Yeah, because the feed-in tariff now is basically gone, right? Gone. Yeah, they, that's they too give, bad. They give us uh, one fourth of what we pay for electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For what we yeah. sell to them, even though they're you know, selling that same energy to our neighbors at the same price. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you know if 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 you have a time of use uh, billing or are you flat billing like twenty four hours? For uh, the for, electricity. For your electricity, yeah. Uh, we, when we were using the local utility, we were on a discounted rate for nighttime because okay. we have a, a home water heater, which only heats up at nighttime to save gotcha, energy. Gotcha. Yep, um, yep. But now we're using Shizendenka, which is a renewable energy, and they don't, mm. they don't have that kind of system. Have it. Yeah, but it's actually flat. cheaper. It's cheaper mm -hmm. for the renewable energy from oh, Shizendenka no usually than our local utility was. So that's I will nice. definitely have to check that out then for yeah. sure. Yeah, check it out. Um, yeah, so you have some, talking about charging, you have some graphics yep. you want to share? Um, yeah, so last week or so, I went out to the EGA, um, the new supercharger out in EGA. So I went and ran, ran all the way over there. It's, it's not that far, maybe 70 or 80 kilometers from here. And uh, they're these beautiful four stalls of superchargers. Then they have another four, I think it was, a uh, set of um, destination chargers. So they're slower, but they're still Tesla-based. I think there's, the hotel is charging for those, though. Um, it, I, it was unclear. And uh, that was one of the nice things about the EVGOGO site is it will give you a description of what's at the site and what's going on. Um, and if you read through it, even if you just use a translator to read through it, it still works. It still works great. Okay. Um, but yeah, so this is at a hotel. There is a, um, a tennis court facility behind it so that there's bathrooms, there's vending machines, a uh, place to get out and wash your hands, place to walk around, which is really nice. So the Osaka ones, both of them, the one downtown and the one out in Toyonaka, 
neither of them have a bathroom that's easily accessible right there at the site, which is a oh, huge no. bummer. Yeah. Um, and so you have to, you know, go find the 7-Eleven down the road or whatever to be able to, you know, go to the bathroom or, you know, there's a vending machine there, but no facilities really. This one actually has everything. It was really nice. Um, if you can, if you can see in the, the picture, uh, let's see, this way? Yay, that way. Um, there's a Model X that was charging there. One of the new Model 3s was right next to me. It was white with the blacked out chrome. It was a beautiful car. Um, and so they were there for a while. I charged, I got there at about 50% and charged all the way up to 100%. Took about 40 minutes. Um, and yeah, and so my maximum range after two years is still 456. And what the site, what the Tesla site says is 560 kilometers. And that's a dream. I don't know where they got that because my car's never been that. It, the first year was maybe close to 480. So it, I haven't really lost much as far as range goes or anything else. I've been a pretty good boy about um, only charging to 80% at home. And so I basically leave it at that the whole time. Yeah. Have you had any any time where you're like running on, you don't say fumes because there is no fossil right. fuel, but <laughs> running on, what is it, pixels or something. Yeah, like right. you just have, I, I, the lowest I got was 10 kilometers. So wow. like less than like one percent of the battery. <laughs> I was like panicking. Yeah. Uh, that would be but, terrifying. Oh my gosh! But I was luckily going downhill, so just mm -hmm. like a lot of hybrids, as you're coasting, there is some residual charge recharging that yep. is happening to your vehicle. So luckily, I was able to make it to the charging spot. <laughs> yeah, no, I've not taken uh, it below I don't do 20%. That. Yeah, I don't that's, that's do terrifying. That that's too well, scary. The, the one thing to remember, though, is there is a lower buffer. So once it hits zero, you'll still have about 25 kilometers, but you got to make sure you, it's within 25 kilometers. Um, so it's good to know that it's there, but don't rely on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, somebody somebody mentioned that they had heard that if you are in an emergency, um, you can call up the Tesla dealer and they can just give you access to more charging within your vehicle. Is that just yeah. is that just um, a rumor? Or is that true? Well, it's it's kind of true. So there's when you get the battery, there's a little bit of a buffer at the top and a little bit of buffer at the bottom that they don't tell you about. So that when you're charged up to 100%, it doesn't include those two extra spaces. Uh, and what they generally use that for is battery degra degradation mitigation. So as your if your battery starts to get worse, they eat into that buffer a little bit. Okay. So that's that's that idea. And what what they would do if you called Tesla is they would tell your car, all right, ignore the buffer for this, you know, for the next 24 hours until they can get to a charger. And so that'll, that'll help. Uh, but um, wouldn't don't, I wouldn't recommend doing it no, too much no. because yeah, you don't want to. I'd uh, like to try it once though, to see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, thanks for joining. Paul says, can you put a battery in the trunk? So I would love to see this happen in the future. I know it's not really possible right now, mm. but I don't see why not. I don't see why we can't have a little portable battery 
which could give us like an extra 20Ks or something, right? Yeah, there are some, uh, what they're calling them portable generators. Milwaukee makes one, um, and Bluetti, I think, is another one. And basically, these are 3.6 kilowatt hour batteries that function the same way a generator would function. So you could, in theory, do that. But the problem is, and this is one of the things that I learned from putting, you know, adjusting that electrics in my base, in my basement, in the garage, is it has to be grounded. So you need that copper pole to go in for ground. So I don't know if you could charge right now from a portable battery. I did see a video in California where a guy provides a, an emergency service thing where he can bring a portable battery but it's just he's got a special portable battery basically he took uh, a bunch of leaf batteries and put them together so that uh it forms a battery pack that he can charge uh i think he's using chatamo to be able to get everybody on uh, wow, as portable service yeah. yeah and i know um jaff japan auto federation mm. if you join uh they do support uh electric vehicles right now um if you go to a jaff if you're a jaff member you can go to one of their jaff offices and use their fast charger if you have an adapter um yep. for free as a member which is nice um yeah. also if you get stuck out somewhere without a charge they will tow you to the nearest charging place so if you're a bit anxious about driving and running out of charge, that, that should be something you you invest in. It's only like four or five thousand a year. Yeah. And uh, it gives you that extra peace of mind, right? Yep. And when if you're coming from overseas, right, when you change your uh driver's license into a Japanese driver's license, you need to talk to them anyway. You might as well sign up for the membership. Yeah. Because they have to validate the translation for the for the license. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. I thought you would go to the driving center for that. No, no, that's what you have to take to the driving center. It's weird. <laughs> it's like getting an international driver's license. So I don't have a U.S. license anymore. If I want to drive in the U.S. now, I have to go to the JAF site, have them issue the international license, and then I can drive in the States. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I've seen international driving licenses uh, booth in my driving center in Hiroshima. Mm. Um, mm. And same, I only have a Japanese license now. So <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I need an international license. But most places I go, like Hawaii, they allow you to use your Japanese license for a year if, oh, you, no if you did move there. And I know California is very similar. Mm. Um, before we move on from charging, I visited the Naruto charging place, and oh, that's right. also really good, fast charging awesome. um, for a Tesla, and it's right next to a beautiful beach, um, really swanky hotel right next <laughs> to it, so you can use their really nice facilities. If you mm. need the restroom, you can buy drinks in their cafe. Um, they have like outdoor shaded seating as well, so it's a really nice area. I've also used the Okayama Kurashiki one a few times. Mm -hmm. And they're right next to a secondhand uh, shop called Second Street. So you can mm -hmm. do some, some nice. shopping if you need clothes or something. And uh, really shopping. cheap. And Edion is right next to them. So they've got facilities you can use as well. That's um, good. But I usually go early morning or late at night. So sometimes mm -hmm. the facilities aren't open. So this is kind of a... An issue, like you said, if there's no yep. facilities. But you're in walking distance 
for convenience stores or coffee shops. So it's not too bad. Yep. And if you're out on the highway, almost every service area that I've stopped at has a has an electric has a charger. You need the Chatamo adapter, and most of them run on the the Elephant logo system. But I from what I, I haven't dug into it enough, but I'm pretty sure you can pay for a single charge. Oh, you can. I think so. I think it depends on which one it is, but for some yeah. of them I've seen, I've shown there's a, there are directions for how to do it, but I'm like, ah, I'm going to get sleepy looking at that. I don't need it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish it was more straightforward. Like yeah. with Eon Mall, it's so easy to, to buy the card, charge yeah. the card. Well, it's difficult to read the instructions to use the card, but it's, <laughs> it's easy enough once you know how the system works, right? But yep. with the the rest stops, I just can't figure out. Like, I think I need a card already, and I don't know where to get yeah. it. I don't yep. know how to get the membership. So it's all very confusing, right? Yeah, and they, in particular, on the highway, that should be absolutely dead easy. You just pull up and tap a credit card. And then or why charge, not just that's having, how it should go. You know, a Senyan feeder where you just put your money in and charge away Absolutely. and make it really easy. That would be the best. But they want yep. to keep their membership system, I imagine. Right. Yep. Yep. They don't want to they don't want to be the one in charge that that gave that up. That's yeah. Have you ever asked at a rest stop or at a hotel that has a charger and you're asking a question about the charger? I, I've asked a few times and the staff are always like, oh, what has to like really nervous. It has nothing to do with me. They always say, you know. <laughs> no, nope, so, I haven't I haven't had that one yet. I'm sure it's it is, it's there. Yeah, it is new technology. So I think a lot <laughs> of these places are a bit unsure and uneasy about how it works, which is a yep. shame. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Uh, before we move on, I showed the Tesla website. One other thing which is really cool to look at on the Tesla website, um, if you're thinking about buying a car uh, in Japan or anywhere, is the resale. Did you did you look at this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're thinking this is something that I definitely wanted to look at, because if you're investing in an expensive electric vehicle, you want to know if there is a decent resale value. Yeah. And there is Tesla yeah. cars resell at really good prices. Um, so I was surprised the Model 3, there's a there's a higher price tag. Then if you buy a new one for the lowest range, this is a high, long range one, almost seven million. But this yeah. is the, the top range. And I think it was just used at a dealer, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. But so this we, gives we, me hope that if I hmm. do have to sell mine and move somewhere, you know, that I would be able to get a really decent price for it. Right. Yeah. You'll be able to get most of, I mean, it, it's still a used car, so you're, you're still taking a little bit of a hit, but not like a regular ICE vehicle. Um, and it's funny, if you look through the stuff that's available on the on the Tesla site, when you look at the Model 3s, you'll see some that are like, wow, why is that so expensive? And then others like, wow, that's really reasonable. Well, the ones that are really expensive are the same ones that you and I got with the old battery system and the, the ones with the lithium lithium iron phosphates those are the cheaper ones and so oh. ours have a higher resale value 
Uh, I'm okay. curious to see what's going to happen with the radar because they've started to pull radar out of the new cars. And our cars both have the radar system in it. So I'm sure I'm curious to see how that's going to affect the real resale value and stuff. What do you mean radar? I didn't even know. So, yeah, yeah. So your car in the front, so to, to judge the distances, it's using a radar system. And Tesla last year, um, early this year, removed the radar system from the new cars, partially because of the chip shortages. They couldn't get enough chips for it. So they're just using cameras for full self-driving and autopilot and stuff like that now. Um, whereas ours use the, the cameras in the front and then also the radar system mounted in the, in the nose uh, wow. to be able to judge dis distances. Well, that's interesting. So yeah. upgraded technology, just different, yeah. different kind of car, really. Uh, yep. Paul, Paul says, I live near the plant here in California. I'm surrounded with Teslas in traffic. I'm waiting for my car to die to join your club. <laughs> Last week or so, this car made the news here. One burned out uh, home garage. Any issues with the batteries? So I did, you know, Tesla has a yearly report and I was just looking at that. And their amount of cars that are set on fire is much less than standard fossil fuel cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, <laughs> if you're um, interested in all this data, it is available on Tesla.com and yeah. other third-party websites as well. So the, the they impact are a lot report safer. is worth. Yeah, the impact report is definitely worth reading. Um, the the problem with Teslas is if one of them catches fire they get all of the news. They're definitely in front of the news cycle because the the brand is so, um, well, media, I don't want to say media savvy, but anyway, they're, they're in the front of the media. They're, people talk about them a lot. And so when something goes wrong, everybody wants to know about it. And But like, if you look at what's happening with the Chevy Bolts, you don't want to get a Chevy Bolt right now because it's not a good thing. Um, and actually, those are all under recall. They're recalling all of the Chevy bolts for uh, in particular since 2017 to 2019, but all of them as well to have the batteries uh, checked. Yeah. So I'm just so. scrolling through right now, the PDF of the Tesla impact report for 2020. Um, it shows how uh, even using the grid, you are still uh, contributing in terms of the whole cycle of from manufacturing to end of life uh, garbage and in use as well. The whole life cycle is much less of a carbon impact than a standard gas vehicle. So there's, there's all this data available there. It is all on third party websites as well. If you wanna confirm, it's always good to get it from different sources. Um, yep. But yeah, there's, there's loads of great information and a uh, good resale value was a big selling point for me. Um, low cost, like low running costs. I basically yeah. don't pay anything. Um, when I had a standard car, I had to get oil changes. Um, the engine checked. Basically, yeah. once every few months, we get a, a update to our car via yeah. the Internet, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was a little disappointed because the, they've slowed down a little bit. It, because when we first got it, it was every month there'd be something new coming out, something new coming out. But um, so lately there haven't been that many, but we did get a complete uh, a complete um, uh, iOS app 
overhaul like yesterday. And so, um, so yeah, it's, so this is what the new app looks like. It's got, you know, a, the picture of your car and the car is the color of your car. So I have a blue car, so I have a blue thing. If you have a white car, your car in the, in the app will be white and, and, it, the wheels will change if you change your wheels and tell the car you've changed the wheels, the whole nine yards. So it's pretty cool. And then um, for the charging one, let's pull this one down. Um, for the, I don't know how to get make that one. Okay, I'll get it. <laughs> there you go. Um, so the charging one, so you can see the green on the charging line, on the plug that goes into the back of the car. This one is, uh, mine was not charging when I, took the screenshot but when it's charging there's a gr the green energy you'll see the energy going into the car the whole time it's really it's it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah and i was uh doing a lesson the other day about how standard cars are also changing to keyless cars uh mm -hmm. using apps or using uh, a card or a finger instead of a standard key and of course yeah. this is what we use we we use yeah. a card or you have an app on your phone and you can unlock the car. You can start your AC or your heater before you get there. Um, yes. You can check on your car via your app, even if you're at a remote location. So there is no key. And for me, that was a big adjustment. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I turn the car off was a big right. adjustment for me. I had no yep. idea how to power down. Like, do I shut it down like a computer? Like, I was yep. really confused, you know? Yep. Nope, um, just walk away. And yeah. everything, everything just stays. You just got to trust the car. <laughs> like when you go yep. up to a charging place, you just trust the car is going to know what's going on because it is like driving a computer, right? You just yeah. get used to it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, and so here's actually, here's a, the picture for the controls. So, um, before it was, uh, the controls just had buttons on it and you didn't actually touch the front or touch the back or the center to unlock it. Um, and so that's what, that's what it's changed to, but it's cool because the car between that main screen and this, the car actually swerves and, and pulls into the position so you can use the next screen. It, I, the transitions on it are really pretty. I really like it. <laughs> and on the controls, which is like a, a TV screen in your car, that's all mm -hmm. your controls on one screen. Um, yep. You can also, when you're stopped and parked, you can play games. Uh, you can watch Netflix. You can watch YouTube on it. I can still access that. Can you as well? Mm -hmm. I did not go for the premium subscription, so I can, but I have to tether it to my phone. So okay. it works. It works fine. Um, I just don't have the pretty maps anymore. Um, and then when I'm charging, basically I just use my phone to tether to it, but I get like 50 gigs on my phone. So it's, you know, watching Netflix is no problem. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. so that's, that's a nice feature if you have kids or mm -hmm. if you're waiting in the car, that's a, a nice thing. Plus, uh, during summer, it's so hot. My family <laughs> went camping last year. I could not hack the heat in the tent. It was just too hot. <laughs> So uh -huh. I went and slept in the Tesla and I ran the AC on low all night and the battery went down just a tiny fraction. Nice. So I was really happy to see that that is possible, that I can still go camping with my family. 
that's that's one of the things I want to try that is kind of on the list for this year is I'd like to go to an auto camping site where they have um, plugs and plug the car in and you take advantage of the camping mode and stuff like that because there is a mode that will like it's like the dog mode thing and you'll be able you can use the air conditioner at night it'll keep the car thing and it'll still be taking the charge uh, overnight as well so yeah. That's, awesome. that's, that's on it's, my list. It's nice to have as an option because it is yeah. getting hotter and it's it's hard to sleep sometimes. Um, yeah. Molly says we would get an all electric car, but there are so few charging stations in the U.S. We would think gas stations would have a couple, but they don't. Um, this is a really good thing about having an electric vehicle in Japan. There yeah. are more charging stations than gas stations right now. There yep. is a real transition happening. I keep seeing gas stations go under like they're closing and yep. turned into different kinds of shops like farmers yep. markets and stuff or just closing and being demolished and something else goes up. So I'm seeing a real transition in the last two years since we got our electric car. Don't you, Scott? Yeah, absolutely. And the, the number of uh, gas stations that are going down uh, is increasing and what i would like to see is somebody give me a whole bunch of money so that i can start it would be great as a, to start it as a non-profit refurbish those into just come up and and charge type systems but i think yeah. a non-profit would be a great way to do it because then you don't have to worry about you don't have to push for the profit every month most of the sites are big enough to where you'd be able to have solar on it right? and yeah. be able to get a lot of you know not axe the uh the electrical grid all that heavily depending yeah. on how much solar you can get in it but perfect um systems. yeah because a lot of the the old uh, gas stations have flat roofs they mm -hmm. also have the car washing areas that's the only reason yep. i go to a gas station now yeah. is to yeah. pump up air in my tires and to wash my car and yeah. uh, sometimes i have a chat with the gas station attendants because i don't want them to lose their jobs so right. I always say, why don't you guys have one electric car charging thing here and see if you can start getting some money from that. I would love to see a pay-as-you-go system at these gas stations so that electric car users can also use them and support Absolutely. those local people to keep their jobs, right? Yep, yep. And and well, and that's the, that's the problem with gas stations is there are environmental issues. Like even if you pull those old tanks out of the ground, uh, most of those sites can't be used for just anything. Like you, you can't buy an old gas station and turn it into a residence. For example, it's because of the the ground contamination. And so, okay. being able to repurpose that into a charging station and a cafe, that'd be great. Wouldn't it? That'd be yeah. great. That's a great idea. Do it, Scott. I support you. I just need. I just need. To, I just need an investor. I'll We're, be happy to do it. If any angel investors are listening, get in touch with Scott. He's ready Absolutely. to go. Absolutely. <laughs> let's do it. Now, let's, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about other brands because we have both mm. chosen Teslas. Um, I, Like I said before, I did a lot of research of other brands. This seemed like the best option for me. Mm -hmm. But now uh, Toyota has said by the end of next year, they're going to have 15 different electric cars. So yeah, they, I'll believe I it when I see it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can believe that. Um, I was in touch with my old Honda dealer. I, mm. I love Honda. It's a great company. Um, he told me this is directly from his opinion, not from the company's official uh -huh. 
opinion, but he said they're not quite there yet in terms yeah. of electric vehicles. They have them, but they're not up to the standard of Tesla or other companies from Europe and other places which are being imported. Yeah. Um, yeah. They do have a system of chargers, but apparently I can't use them. You have to be a Honda uh, owner, yeah, but Honda. there's yeah. so few Honda EV owners. It's kind of a waste, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the the Honda E. There's a there's a YouTuber, uh, what's his name, Take TV, and I let him drive my car, um, because he'd never been in a Tesla. I'm like, well, you gotta feel this, and then I put my foot down, and he was like, ah, he was terrified. <laughs> um, anyway, he has he a couple weeks later bought a Honda E, and um, he likes it a lot, and it's a great little you know around the town car, but the there's no it's it, the the distance on it isn't that great um it's it's cute and but it's it's a gas car that they've turned into electric and they just basically didn't design it from the ground up um yeah. and and the, that's the that's a big difference for me is hmm. that you're buying a tesla this is a company that only does electric cars yeah. They yeah. do electric cars very well. They support yeah. electric car users very well. This was one thing that kind of turned me off when I was shopping with Nissan and yeah. how it's only one of their cars and it's a very small part of their business. So I didn't feel like there would be that support from the dealership or from the company like I'm getting from Tesla, which all they do is electric, right? Yeah, I... Nissan, they 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 made so many choices with the Leaf that I just uh, I if if they would have cooled the battery, then it could have been a great car, but they went for a cheaper route. Now the Audio that's supposed to be coming out like it was supposed to come out this summer, but hasn't yet. Uh, that looks really really good. Um, it looks like it's going to be a really great uh, vehicle. Uh, a little expensive, but that's the thing. You know, it's like they they looked at what Tesla was doing and said, you know what, we're gonna put we're gonna sh uh, shoot towards the Model X uh, type of of interior and exterior and stuff, but we're gonna go for you know a high end Model Three price tag. They could have just destroyed the market, but they're not. And um, the funny Toyota is interesting because in the U.S. they're saying, all right. At this year, we're going to have, you know, by the end of this year, early next year, we're going to have all of these 15 new EVs. And then, uh, and this is the year we're going to, you know, really put an effort into switching to EVs. And then when they talk to the customers in J or the public in Japan, they say the same thing, but they add 10 years to it. So they're really not interested in it. And what the, what the Toyota song, like the the CEO guy, um, he's he's down on EVs. He does not like them and does not want to do them. Well, they went and, all in for hydrogen. Hydrogen was their big aim, yeah, and yeah. the Mirai it is it is a a great car. And I talked yeah. to Jackie Birdsall in the series. It mm -hmm. sounds fantastic, but the price tag is very high. And how do you make yep. hydrogen? You have to use other fossil fuels usually. Yep. Um, yep. You can't go from solar panels to the charging the car like you can with an electric. So there mm -hmm. are issues in terms of sustainability there in terms of the entire 
circular look at sustainability. Um, yep. So I would love to see Toyota get all in, but I just haven't seen it yet. It seems like yeah. they're just not quite ready to transition to electric from hydrogen. Yeah, exactly. Japan's oh, commitment by 2030 not to sell any all fossil fuel cars. It has to be hybrid. It has to be an electric or hydrogen non-emission by 2030. They're not going to allow sales of any standard car. So that's about eight years from now. You know, yeah. that's that's pushing the market in well, the EV direction, right? Yeah, it, it is slowly. I mean, not not by any speed, because when because Toyota's Toyota loves their Prius, they've gotten a bunch of mileage out of the Prius and they they are all in on hybrids, which is better than ice, you know, straight ice. But it's it's not as good. It, they're not they're more complicated than electric cars. So I don't I mean, yeah, yeah what, it's, what does it's ice stand for. Oh, uh, internal combustion engine. OK, got you. Yep. <laughs> and uh, if you're looking at price tags, the Model 3 sale price and the new yeah. Prius sale price, pretty similar. Yep, very close. And so, you know, <laughs> then the, the, I mean, for as far as repairs go, the only thing that I've paid for in the last two years has been washer fluid, literally washer fluid. There's been no repairs uh, and no issues with the car and not having to, to keep up with the oil changes is great. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up because I did have a repair. Um, mm. My car was very squeaky. Do you remember this? Uh, yes, yes, About yes. six months ago. And every yep. time I turned the, the handle, what we say handle in Japan, the steering wheel, um, it made this weird squeaking noise. And I was like, is there something stuck under there? And so searching on YouTube, there's a common problem. Um, so I called the dealership. They were great. Unfortunately, mm. I don't have a dealership near me, so I had to drive to Osaka anyway. So I timed it when we had to be there doing passport stuff at Kansai. Um, mm -hmm. They fixed it within a few hours, no charge whatsoever. Now it's perfectly fine. So I had a great experience getting that repaired. Excellent. That's yeah. great. That's really good to know because I know it was bothering you for a long time. <laughs> Um, now we have a comment on Twitter from uh, EV master Kevin Meyerson, who's been on the show talking about he's got an EV Jaguar, which he charges at home with his solar panels. And he's saying, I'd love to see more discussion about non-Tesla EVs. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Chad demo world is not as expensive or complex as you have said. <laughs> All right, note taken. Uh, Fair neither, enough. Yeah. Neither of us have really dived into that world because we are using Tesla superchargers. We are charging at home, so we're not as dependent on that system. But I have well, tried the Eon Mall one. It is complicated, yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. that's the easiest version. So I, well, I do say I have tried. The the, the one one thing that I I do want to point out uh, with Kevin is. Um, that when you buy uh, an EV from one of the other companies, so Jaguar, VW, Nissan, whatever, they have a program already put in place to get the card. And the company pays for your membership fee and your entrance fee for like the first year or something along those lines. So it's super easy to get the card. Once you get the card, 
those the 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 elephant system is great because it's everywhere and basically you're just paying for the charging so i get it and it's actually it's a great point that he brings up um it's not hard if you have like when you said like with the honda thing you can go to any honda dealer and use their charger and they give you the card and help you set up the card as you're paying for the car so absolutely and it's something that tesla should do um in japan and at one point they did have the system but uh by the time you and i bought cars um they weren't doing it anymore and so but if tesla were to send me an email and say hey we're gonna set you up with uh, one of those elephant cards and we're gonna pay for your entrance fee and we're gonna pay for two months then i would i'd be like well sign me up and and send me the card and now i have the card now it's hard to get rid of no problem but tesla's not doing that and but nissan and honda and um all of the other uh, vw and jaguar do have a, a a system to set that up now maybe it's just my japanese isn't good enough that could be that's a very distinct possibility yeah. <laughs> and hey we welcome it i don't Absolutely. i don't feel a rivalry to people driving ev bmw bm Absolutely. you know jaguar evs i'm really happy to see you guys on the road just as i hope you're happy to see us because the more the merrier for this ev market is what i say yeah, the more chargers that are available. It, my problem with the elephant system is primarily because it's the only wide of wide availability system, and it's so difficult to get into. Um, well, in my opinion, from my point of view, um, they it, could it's make not it easy. easier. Let's say, yeah, they yeah, could definitely yeah. make it easier. <laughs> I mean, I can go into any department store; they will issue me a card on the spot. And with the the elephant thing, it's it's not. It's not that simple. It needs to be that simple. Yeah. Um, I, I like and, the idea of, of getting a card from a rest stop or wherever you are mm. or paying them and like like the gas station system. Absolutely. Pay at the cashier and they give you a certain amount of charge you can use. Why That'd not make it that easy? That's something yep. people already understand, right? Yep. Yep. That's exactly it. Now that now, as far as like other other uh, manufacturers go, I'm curious to see what VW is going to do in Japan. And there's a uh, whoa, hi. <laughs> there's a new VW dealer down the street, and I haven't just haven't gone down to talk to him. I want to find out what's coming into Japan. Is it going to be ID three? Is it going to be ID four? Because those cars have had great uh, reviews and are doing super well in Europe. And I think they would do really well here because one of the problems with the Model 3 is it's too wide. Yeah. And I can't even imagine driving an S because it's even wider. But yeah. um, get, getting getting that Model 3 in places is difficult. Yeah. It's not easy. I had, I had one car uh, parking area. Uh, I was entering the car parking area and I had a shout over the megaphone saying, Tesla driver, stop! You are not going to fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was glad I understood Japanese because if you oh. didn't understand that, you might have gotten stuck or gotten in trouble. Um, yeah. But most most parking structures, most places have been fine. But yeah, I wouldn't want a wider car. I yeah, have no. a few too many scratches on my car, and that's because <laughs> trying to get in my own personal parking spot, which I had a very small car beforehand and down my narrow street has been a learning curve 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I it I you can't just whip into a parking space. You got to be careful, and you yeah. got to you know it's like okay, well there's a K car there and there's a van there. I'm gonna park next to the K car because it's probably gonna be a little bit of extra space, and they fit into parking. So the Model Three fits into spaces, yeah, barely. And but thankfully it's, it's to, to all the cameras that you do get a lot of guidance along the way. Um, yep. Are you getting too close? It tells you exactly how many centimeters your way, which is really scary sometimes. Yes. But it is very useful. And it, yep. it is if you go slow, you can do it. Um, yeah, yep. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go for a bigger car. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I, I mean, if I'm going to go for a bigger car, I'm going to go for a bigger car. Um, like like I said, the the area, the Aria that's coming out by Nissan, I think that's going to be a, an amazing vehicle, and I think it's going to do really well. And I think it's going to help push that infrastructure issue that we were talking about before as far as charging goes. Um, and it's going to be an eye-catching car. They had, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kimitaka was doing the commercials for it, and they're aiming it at a high-end market. But I think it's going to do really well when it comes out. I just hope it comes out soon. That's great. Uh, we had another comment from another EV uh, driver in Japan, Josh. He says, mm -hmm. I fully second uh, Kevin's comment three months in and we are loving the non-Tesla EV life. And I know it's nowhere near as complex or I was worried. Uh, the charges are one fourth what I was spending on petrol. So Absolutely. that's awesome, you know, and to hear of any success with any EV model, I'm really happy for it. So thanks so much for commenting, you guys. Uh, if you have mm -hmm. any further questions about the Model 3 or Tesla's, uh, Scott or I would be happy to answer. So please write them below. Yeah, Scott, thank you so you know much. Any yeah, final no comments? Um, no, uh, I, uh, the... Um... The Tesla has been a great car for me, and I do encourage, if you don't want a Tesla or don't, you know, aren't interested in it, then absolutely go check out whatever what Honda has with the Honda E or with uh, VW and, and their stuff. It's moving to electric will save you money, even if the initial purchase is going to cost you a little bit more in the long run. It's absolutely worth it. You should totally do it. Absolutely. I would recommend it. Um, I feel good driving the car. Uh, when you drive up hills past people and they're walking, you don't have to feel bad because you know you're not spewing anything bad into the air around them. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's nice and quiet. It's powerful. It's fun to drive. And it's been very good value for money. Um, I would recommend it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, right, everyone, thank you so much, Scott. Thanks, care. everyone, for joining. Bye. Thanks, Scott. Thank you.